the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sometimes uh, God's strategy to deal with our stubbornness is for God to say, have your field, have a field day. No, take whatever it is you want. You know, take it all. And in doing our will, then we come to the end of ourselves. We get sick of it. So the Lord just said to Moses, they want meat, give them meat. Give them plenty of it. To the point that they became sick. They Actually, the scripture said they became lean in their soul. It brought leanness to their soul. Oh, may the Lord have mercy on us. That he will not let us have our way in the name of Jesus. May our prayer be like the prayer of the word of God unto Jacob. That says, I will not let you go until I've done everything that I've said to you. Meaning, I'm going to struggle with you. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to contend with you and I will bring you to submission so that I will fulfill that which I've promised you in the name of Jesus. May that be our prayer. May that be our heart desire that God will do whatever he needs to do to bring us to submission, to bring us to obedience, to bring us to discipline so that we can inherit the promises of God. In the name of Jesus. So the Lord will not give up on Jacob. Even after 20 years, the Lord will not give up on him. The Lord came to him and contended with him and brought him to submission. Amen. The Lord will not give up on Abraham and Sarah. That even after they did it their own way, followed their own plans, in the case of Agar, in the case of Ishmael, the Lord still came to Abraham and said, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Stay in my presence. Don't leave my presence. Walk before me. Stay in my presence. That's the only way you can be blameless. And the Lord now changed their names so that they will be able to fulfill the, his promise. They will be able to fulfill the purpose of God. The Lord changed their tongue, changed their identity, changed their name. Hallelujah. Oh, may the Lord do whatever he needs to do to bring you to submission, to bring you to obedience so that you can fulfill the purpose of God for your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. God's presence and discipline are necessary for us to finish well. In Hebrews 12, the Holy Spirit gives us two classic examples of those who did not finish well because they rejected discipline. They rejected discipline means they rejected the word of God. But the Holy Spirit also gives us a prime and shining example of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who subjected himself to discipline, the discipline of his Father, and as such, finished well. The two examples of those who rejected correction and so did not finish well, Esau and the people of Israel at Mount Sinai. Esau and the people of Israel at Mount Sinai. In Hebrews 12, 
the Holy Spirit gives us two warnings. Do not be like Esau. Hebrews 12, 16 to 17. Do not be like Esau. Hebrews 12, 16 to 17. In NIV says, See that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. May may we not make such a mistake, such an error that cannot be changed. Mm -mm -mm. Did you hear that? May you not make an error that will cost you something so serious that you will weep over but you can't change. In fact, there are some decisions that you make that would directly affect other decisions in your life or other things in your life in the future. So the Lord says, gives us this warning concerning the life of Esau. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when his eyes were not open and he wanted to inherit that blessing, he was rejected. Even though he cried, he sought it carefully with tears, he could not change what had been done. And the other warning that we have in Hebrews 12 is Hebrews 12, 25. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape, when they refused him who won them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who wants from heaven so the warning here is let's make sure we do not refuse the holy spirit who is speaking from heaven because israel did not escape when they refused the one who won them on earth when they refused god then god said okay you don't want me the the lord said Moses will now speak to you because they wanted Moses to speak to them. Even the words of Moses, they rejected. So he said, if they refused the words of Moses and they did not escape because of that, better be careful that you do not refuse the words that come directly from God. Amen. And much more so, you are in the presence of God. You have not come to Mount Sinai where God came down You are actually on Mount Zion. You are lifted up to the presence of God. You are in the presence of God. You can't be hearing him directly and not obey him. So so see that you do not refuse him because he's speaking directly to you. You have been lifted up to his presence. You have been lifted up to his presence. Then he came down. But now you have been lifted up to his presence. See that you don't refuse him. He's speaking to you directly. So please, I plead with you. Don't take these words as my words. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart in the name of Jesus. It's God that is speaking to you. It's not me. Amen. So those two warnings, see that you do not be like Esau, who was sexually immoral, godless. And see that you do not refuse the words of God. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish well. If you refuse divine discipline, if you refuse divine discipline, you forfeit divine inheritance. If you refuse 
divine discipline. You forfeit divine inheritance. A son who rejects his father's discipline, that is instruction, correction, training, loses his own inheritance. A son who rejects his father's discipline loses his own inheritance. Now, let me put it this way. Even if the father does not cross out his name or did not cross, cross out his name in the will, I can guarantee you that same son, that same daughter that has received inheritance will lose it. Will lose it. Will lose it. A son who rejects his father's discipline loses his own inheritance. In Genesis 26, 34 to 35, Genesis 27, 46, Genesis 28, 6 to 9. Let me say that again. Genesis 26, 34 to 35, Genesis 27, 46, and Genesis 28, 6 to 9. We see that Esau rejected his parents' instruction not to marry from the immoral people of the land where they lived. In those scriptures, we can see that Esau rejected his parents' instruction not to marry from the immoral people of the land where they lived. It was not just his parents' instruction. It was the instruction of God. Esau's character trait reveals a few things we can learn. Esau's character trait reveals a few things we can learn. Remember the scripture that says that all these things happen unto them for our instruction so that we may walk the works of God, so that we may fulfill the counsel of God. All these things happen to them for our instruction and revelation. So what can we learn from the character trait of Esau? Let's look at uh, Genesis 25. Genesis 25 from verse 29. Now Jacob cooked a stew. Esau came in from the field and he was weary. He was tired. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with the same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. Esau said, Look, I'm about to die. So what is this birthright to me? What is this birthright to me? What are you talking about? What is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank and arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on God's presence and discipline are necessary to finish well. Let's look at the meanings of two words that will give us a better understanding of what happened here. In the last sentence there it says, thus Esau despised his birthright. Esau despised his birthright. What is the meaning of despise? Despise means a lot of things, but in this context you can look at it this way. Esau disliked his birthright, detests his birthright. Esau looked down on his birthright, Esau undervalued, underrated, underestimated, trivialized, minimized, made light of. Let me say that again. Despise here in this context means Esau disliked, detested, 
looked down on his birthright, undervalued his birthright, underrated his birthright, underestimated his birthright, trivialized his birthright, minimized his birthright, made light of his birthright, really disregarded his birthright. What is it? <laughs> what is this birthright to me? What is it? You know? It's like you present to a teenager. What do you want? You want me to give you a new car or a house? <laughs> the teenager says, what is a house to me? You <laughs> just laugh over it. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? What is a house to me? No? Oh, will I give you a car or send you to school? Fund your education. <laughs> so what is education to me? You know? What is education to me? Give me a car. A birthright. What is a birthright? A particular right of possession or privilege that one has from birth, especially as an eldest child. 